to K-Drama in Room 343. I'm your host, C. Choi, aka Christina, and I am with my co-host, Kimmy, aka Joanne. Okay, so we just watched the first episode of Dream High, and so we're just going to talk about it and, you know, just, you know, discuss our thoughts and other things that we experience. <laughs> okay, so it starts off um, at the Staples Center. Um, someone won a Grammy. Someone the name with the name K. So K is like a singer who like he's a superstar. Super, yeah, he's of of Korea, and it actually said that the time frame it was 2018. So like. Their future was 2018, which was kind of weird because like, that's now, yeah. for us, which is the present, <laughs> 2018. So then it they do an interview of some guy who like I guess he's the one who discovered K because they're doing interviews about like oh how did you know K and whatever and it turns out that guy is the director of the fine arts school that he graduated from like K who K graduated from. And then they go back to the past, or like flashback. It would be it would be present. They're um, present. Yeah, they're present, which is two thousand eleven, right? Yeah, yeah. So they show like brief, um, briefly like all the characters. Well, the main three characters. So Song Sam Dong, right? The actor Kim Soo-yeon. He's like kind of tacky, and he has like he's from like the, the countryside, countryside, so he has like a dialect wearing plastic bags yeah like a rice bag i think mm-hmm. that's what he was wearing and then um Hemi, who's an opera singer she is singing with the famous korean opera singer cho sumi at a concert and then you can see like her sidekick <laughs> what's the sidekick's name becky becky is the friend and she's taking polaroid pictures at her, at, at her concert and people are giving her like the stink eye but she still takes it because she's like her OG friend yeah at the end of the concert after um, Hemi finishes her concert um, there are these two group of mean like random mean girls who like talks trash about Becky and saying that like oh she's just like her um, like Hemi's sidekick like she's just want to be Hemi and then um, Hemi kind of defends um, Pekki and saying that like hey this is Pekki like that's leave her, her name alone, like leave her alone yeah and then um, they walk home I guess I think I guess they're walking they're home. walking together and she drops her wallet yeah because there's like this crazy fan mob. mob chasing after a van and then they like get like kind of like or like it gets knocked mm-hmm. out and then she drops her wallet and then um, this thief I don't know. I want to say thief. This passerby, guy, yeah, this random guy picks it up, and there's only three hundred ones, which is like the equivalent of thirty cents in America <laughs> in her wallet. And what I I thought I thought that the thief's name. Well, I don't want to say thief, but the guy's name is Choin Song, who is like a very well known Korean actor. And then um, his friend is Jinguk, who is played by. Taegyeon mm-hmm. from 2PM and then like I think he knows who she is like he knows who Kimmy is like he recognizes because, her because he offers her like offers to give the wallet back and then he like kind of stalk Gi Wei he asks if she remembers him 
No, but that's like after. Oh, was it? Like he gets into this fight scene because she's doing some. So she leaves her friend and then she does some like um, side part time job. She gets a visit from a loan shark. It turns out that her father is in debt, and so this loan shark comes to her to like, like collect the money. Mm-hmm. And then Taegyung kind of rescues her. And then, like, she loses her shoes along the way. Like, she throws them at the guy. They get away on the subway, and then they manage to escape. But then that's when, like, Taeyeon says, like, don't you remember me? And then Hemi's like, what the freak, no. <laughs> like, you perv. <laughs> Where's Literally. my picture? She cared, She had, like, this picture that Pekki, like, the Polaroid picture. And um, she really wants the picture back. So she keeps chasing um, Jinguk around, like wherever he goes, even like in the sketchy areas. Like she follows him at his work, and then like just she really wants the picture. She thinks that he. I don't has know it. why she's like it's such a good picture of me. It's like you can barely see her face in it. I know it's a Polaroid picture. It was pretty so dark away too. too. Yeah, but I guess for the memes, for the memories, yeah. Anyway, so she lost her shoes along the way, and. Um, Taeyeon or Jinguk offers his shoes, but she just throws them back at him because she's like, they smell. Just kind of yeah. rude. Okay, so Hemi at this point, she's really mean. She has no manners. She has no manners, and she's not the type of person that I would like want to befriend. Yeah, so I don't know why Peki's so obsessed with her. It's almost that she's like pretty obsessed because yeah. she's like copying like everything. Her outfit from her head outfit. to toe. Exactly. But anyways, um, Hemi comes home, and then there's like loan sharks at home. The loan sharks leave, and then she goes back into the house, and her baby sister is there. And the baby sister is so cute. She's like eating um, bread. <laughs> she's so cute, and she's such a great actor. <laughs> so you can see like there's red stickers all around the um, her house. On the furniture. On the furniture, and um, I think that's like a motif in mm-hmm. current dramas. In, yes. Like when a household goes broke, which apparently occurs all the time in dramas. Yes, that's true. The loan sharks come and put stickers on all of your valuable furniture so that they can sell that away. Right. So you can see all those stickers all over the house and um, they get a call from their dad. At this point, like in the house, there's only her, Hemi, and her sister. And then they answer the phone and their dad saying that like he's going to Canada. He's going abroad, leaving his two defenseless children alone in the house, which is about to be foreclosed, and basically says, you're on your own. Like, who? What? Why? Like, like take your children. At least pack their suitcases, tell them I'm going away, but this is over a phone conversation. And then he just leaves her leaves a phone number, tells Hemi to call um, Kang Oh-hyuk, and she refuses because she hates, she him. hates him. And it turns out that Kang Oh-hyuk is the teacher at Kirin High, and um, he's kind of known as like the, the teacher in the, bad terms. The bottom of the totem pole. Mm-hmm. So basically the school is an entertainment school, like entertainment company, I would say. Like they just kind of like train um, students to become idol groups or idol stars and this this teacher Kang Oh-hyuk has like a bad rep rep like he hasn't been producing like good results good results with the students so he's kind of like this eyesore of the school staff I would say 
But anyways, um, at one point the loan sharks come back and then they like make a deal with Hemi because um, I mean she needs to pay off the debt there so much, I guess. But instead of like selling her off to like slavery, slavery, he the loan shark want, proposes a deal saying that um, she should audition and get into the school so that she can become a famous singer and earn lots of money so she can pay off the debt. Which is very idealistic considering like entertainment industry is not like... It's very competitive. It's not like everyone who goes into it makes it. Right. So that's a pretty big gamble, but I guess he has really high hopes for her. Yeah, I mean, also like she was a opera, like a classical... Yeah, that's like a completely different genre. So I don't really know what he saw in her that inspired this deal, but... So later, like, um, she does go to audition, and there are all sorts of, like, people auditioning, including, like, um, Picky. But anyways, like, there's, like, a wide genre of people who are auditioning. That's true. Like, there were, like, like, a lot of classicals and, like, people in the Korean traditional clothes. Right. And doing, like, the pansori, which is, like, this the traditional Korean traditional method. method. Yeah. So I would understand that maybe she could, since she was pretty, like, I mean, if she's, like, singing with... Cho Sumi at like her concert, then I guess that's she a would, pretty good yeah. guess, I guess. But anyway, so um, Peki is kind of happy that Hemi is not going to Juilliard because she was supposed to, but since like you know, debt issues, she can't. Um, but Hemi doesn't tell her that, <laughs> so Peki like convinces um, Hemi to audition together. Um, and they do. They sing um, A Goose's Dream. Yeah. And Peki is so much better at singing the song than Hemi. Hemi. Like, she's so emotional. She's like very, like. She gets really into it. Yeah, she gets really into it. And Hemi is kind of like. Just robotic. Yeah, no feeling, not that much emotion. No facial. And then when um, Peki does like this ad lib out of like a, out of she was so in, yeah, she was so into it. She does like this ad lib, and then um, Hemi kind of ends the song with like opera. A... <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the She's ballad like... song. Like, and then she ends the song with a very opera. classic opera ending. Because she's like, I'm not about to be upstaged by this third class. Yeah, like. My wannabe, but still, I feel like mm, you sh- should have still ended the song like together since you guys at least stay in the together. genre. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know why she felt so competitive. It's like you could just both get in, you know. It doesn't have to right. be a one or the other situation, right. but you know, she felt upstaged. And then the um the main judge, the director say. from the beginning of the drama. Yeah, he's the one who like invented K or oh, like who brought out K or whatever. So he was saying that. So what would you do if there was only one person who got in to the school? Like, um, I think only one of you can make it, or that's what he said. And then Peki was like, "Oh no! Like we both have to be in together. Like we're in this together. Like if if only one of us gets to go in, then like." We're we'll both, both gonna drop. be out. And then Hemi, she's like, uh-uh. <laughs> like, that's what you thought? <laughs> like, who said? <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> so Hemi just blatantly betrays Peki, kind of li- leaving her in the dust, saying that, like, I never said that. Like, if you're gonna get out, like, don't drag, drag me, me down. down. Like, she's saying that, you know, 
like I'm gonna go to the school no matter what mm-hmm. like if you drop like like I don't care that's bye. your fault kind of and then the funny thing is like plot twist the director actually says that it's not it's not Hemi who's in but it's Pecky who's in so then Hemi is all angry and lashes out at the director saying like who do you think you are like are you even the music director like can you even listen to music like right like she was all wrong like she her pitch or whatever it was all her pitch was off her she was like lagging behind she said like this person such a low class like third tier like I'm first class and she's third class. She literally this said that. This girl is that. nothing. She literally said that in front of Peggy. Like looking into her eyes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And Peggy's so like betrayed, of course. Like, like she idolized that. her basically and like uh-huh. suddenly she just throws her under the bus. Poor Peggy. And then um, she, Hemi is basically saying that like I don't accept the this. results. Mm-hmm. She's saying that you know you made a mistake and um so the director basically says like okay we'll do one more test and then um he goes to the piano and he plays a mashed song and the song is mashed uh with gershon's summertime and a trot like a pretty famous trot song i would say because i've heard it like almost everywhere it's by shin subong i only know love or 사랑밖에 난 몰라 in korean it's pretty common, I think. Like the average Korean would know mm-hmm, that song. Like the average Korean would know that song. I and didn't so... know that song. <laughs> That's because you're American. I'm American, so. <laughs> I didn't, we didn't, so we both didn't know the classical song either. Oh, the Gershwin song? So like everyone was like, well, this is obviously Gershwin. I was like, oh, I don't know that. I don't like, know that either. I'm an uncultured swine, but like obviously it's Gershwin. Like any average Joe knows that. Like, oh, like what could the trot song be like? I don't know either of them, so what am I? <laughs> So Hemi got it wrong because um, she was so biased. She had a prejudice and she thought you couldn't possibly mix a trot song with something like Gershwin. Mm-hmm. So Becky changed 180. She's, she hates um, Hemi now, which I understand. Obviously. She basically like... Threw her under the bus. Yeah, in front of the, all the judges. And it was also live. Yeah, it was televised yeah, it to was, all the other contestants. Uh-huh, so everyone open saw audition, what was going too. on. Since Hemi got it wrong and Pecky got it right, um, she had no choice but to like accept the results. Mm-hmm. And then it ends with Hemi not accepting because they do like kind of like a I want to say like flashback, but they show a little bit of like the house situation, like all the loan shark people. They're like moving their stuff out, like the furniture out, and her baby sister's like alone in the room, or like alone in the house. So she like swallows her pride and whatever and she goes in front of the judges and kneels and says and basically begs them yeah, to basically take her. Begs them. And she says like please save me. Save me. She says yeah. Save me. Save me. So I th- in Korean culture like kneeling in general like kneeling in front of a person like and begging. And begging is like a no no like what is this person doing? Like that's like you have no pride. I think this theme is also pretty common too like kneeling and like people like in the background be like, oh, like what did this do? What did she do? So I'm trying to look over my notes to see if anything we missed. Oh, we missed uh, the other two PM guy. <gasps> so oh my gosh. The audition, um, I don't know what the character's Uyong. name. Oh, I don't know his character name either. Yeah, they didn't say the character's name. So Uyong from two PM, 
he's wait he's one of the waiting contestants. contestant um and he's like asleep on the bench kind of yeah he's just you know like waiting around for his turn and then the join song guy join song guy <laughs> trips over him because he's in such a rush to get to the bathroom and then he decides to look up from his slumber and say very smoothly is it my turn already <laughs> It's my turn already. <laughs> it's my turn already. I don't know. Yeah, Why did they like put that a, in there? I, I think he was supposed to like come from the like US. America. Like he's supposed to be Korean American. And I'm pretty sure he said like Taegyeon taught him that, but like I don't know oh, like what yeah, he I think in the taught interview... him because no, he was on a variety show. Oh yeah, in a variety show. But I I, mean, I would say like his accent was pretty. His like, pronunciation yeah, was, was pretty good, pretty but good. it was just like the. Sp- it had a dialect. No, it's I like know... you know like. The parts of the words that you emphasize in a oh, sentence, like, yeah. that was off. Is it my turn already? <laughs> like, is it my turn already? Or, like, is it my turn already? Like, you know? Is it my turn already? Like, like the inflections. Like, like oh, is it my turn already? Like, what the frick? I think it's because, doesn't he have a satudi or a oh, dialect? Oh, does he? I don't know. I think he does. Okay, so, after he says, is it my turn already? And Chuin Song doesn't know, like, what is he talking about? Like, he didn't understand what he was saying. And then Miss Sushi, like, this girl in a sushi costume, which is obviously IU, she understands, um, and she replies, replies in. in English. Mm-hmm. Her English is kind of like the Korean accented The English. standard. Mm-hmm. And um, she, sa- she tells him that, like, oh, it's not your turn yet, but... It'll be soon. Basically, they just introduced the two new characters characters. in the most awkward way possible. Except Ayu, they didn't show Ayu's face. She was in like this huge sushi sushi costume. costume. That's it. Oh, another thing is like they K has a necklace. So this pendant with a K in the middle and an inscription around it, which reads "Instant Karma." I didn't even notice what it read, but then, like, yeah. some someone who put the subtitles in English, they decided to put that in there. Like, as soon as we both saw it, we started bursting out laughing, because... did not know that it said that. I didn't even like, know there was anything I don't think you there. even need to know what it says to understand the rest of the drama, but they decided to tell us what it said, and Instant now... Instant karma. Now we know. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I didn't... I thought I would still, like, remember stuff from this drama, but watching the first episode, like... So you're re-watching it? Yeah, like, I don't remember anything. I, I remember, know. like, this, the famous scene, the, is it my turn already? Because that's, like, oh, pretty yeah. famous. That was iconic. Yeah, I remember that. But other than that, like, I didn't remember her being chased by a loan shark, like, the teacher, and... Oh, so the teacher. So the reason why Hemi didn't like the teacher was because she said that... He had an affair. He, with, with her mom. With her mom, um, who is deceased. So that's why, like, she didn't want to stay with him. Okay, like, another thing is, like, why would the dad recommend they like, stay the with the person? Like, the person who cheated right. on his own wife with? Like, uh-huh. oh, but then again, he said, like, oh, he, this person can't say no. And, like, he is in debt, so no one uh, else is going to take them. Yeah, but still. Like, that's kind of, like, weird. I would rather you, like, take your children to canada just take your child maybe that's a better option Um, but i don't know for me i think i i remembered some of the details like as we were watching like we would watch a part of it and then the next part would like kind of come to me before mm -hmm. but that's probably because it was like my first drama so yeah wait have you watched this drama more than once hex no (laughs) (laughs) um 
Well, now I have. <laughs> this is your second time. Yeah. Actually, this is my second time, too. I just honestly, like, I don't time. know how I got into it the first time because this first episode was kind of dry. It was. But that's probably because, you know, they're setting up the rest of the drama and, like, introducing the characters and, like, the background story. But I feel like they could have done it in a better way. In a much shorter way, too. Yeah, this it was drama so is an hour and something minutes. But nothing happened, really. Yeah, nothing much happened except for, like, the audition. And, and her chasing this random guy around for a picture. Yeah, I don't understand. So she was supposed to go to Juilliard, so her dream was to become an opera singer. And she had to give up, give that up. So I understand, like, why she was upset, but... You don't have to be a jerk about it, you know, like... Yeah. To Becky, she was your friend. She didn't even do anything. I mean, she could have asked for another opportunity or something other than like dissing her completely. Oh, we forgot to add that Hemi also like before she auditioned for this um, school, she like completely trashed the school, saying that like that school is only for like it's a trash school. Oh, yeah, like it's not worthy basically. And then she didn't already, get in. Yep. Okay, so I think that's it. Anything yeah. Else? No, I mean, I don't know, like, they probably didn't do it on purpose, but I think I'm looking forward to seeing the next episode, just because they left us on a cliffhanger, and, like, the first one was kind of dry, so it picked up at the end, so I'm kind of wondering, like, what'll happen next. Mm-hmm. Even I kind of know, I mean, she gets in, obviously, otherwise, the drama <laughs> would be over. <laughs> like, episode one, the end, like, sorry. It's a very dream high, movie. yeah, right, like, no more dream for you, like. <laughs> um, yeah. And then at the end of, like, Korean dramas, they do, like, this preview Mm -hmm. at the end of the drama. They don't do it for every episode, I've noticed, but they do it for most. And they kind of show, like, a preview of the next episode. And the next episode is where we see the famous JYP. Oh, yeah. Oh. (laughs) (sighs) I was thinking more Kim Soo-yeon, but that too. Oh, yeah, it's Kim Soo-yon too. My my bae. Her OG bae. My first actor bae. He's Why like is a, he wearing a rice bag? Because he's poor. And he thought it was cute, I guess. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, well, that's it for the first episode. Um, thank you guys for listening, if you made it this far. Also, if you have not listened to the pilot episode... I should have said this in the beginning. But if you have not listened to the, po- uh, the pilot episode of our podcast, then please go ahead and listen so that you know what we're talking about. And we also have a Twitter that you can follow for either just random updates that we have or I don't know, like if this one scene stuck out to us. Oh yeah. Or if anything you want to add, it's K-Drama in room 343. Number 343. No spaces, all lowercase. Yep, and that's it. See you next episode. Bye. Bye.